The gods that once ruled Proxima shaped its nations a thousand years ago in the last war. The powerful artifacts they left behind have kept peace through the balance of power between nations. But power changes, and balance is delicate. When I say dingle, you say dangle. Dingle! Dangle. Welcome to Dingles and Dangles, a Dungles and Dongles podcast. I am your Dungle Master, Andre Viaplana, joined by Lex Simpson. According to my hat, yes. Samantha Grubbs. I'm here for the gummy bears. And Sawyer Wade. My my cat is attacking the blinds by my window. Ooh, you guys. A little glimpse into each of our lives. A little bit of windows. Oh, wait, I want to change mine. Uh, I just want to say congrats to my sister and my new brother-in-law on their wedding. They're married. Wow. Bored. Bored already. Super bored. Oh, okay. Never mind. Just edit this out. I also have some financial business to cover with y'all. Yeah, let's spend three hours on that, actually. That sounds more interesting than the wedding. Have you noticed the weather's gone down like three degrees? Oh, wow. Just three. Just in the wow. last like, day That's actually really chill as hell. Yeah, I know. Anyway... <laughs> What should I do with my 401k? <laughs> All right, we, we, we're going to be releasing a financial advice podcast <laughs> soon. <laughs> Four comedians talking about money. <laughs> That's Fingles and Financials. I was wondering, Fingles and Fangles? But, uh, you know, I think it's been a, will, a little minute since we've uh, last recorded, so I think we need a, we need, we need a little recap. Let's do it! Last time on Ding Dang Pod. The Dang Gang had to leave Rumi and Roland behind as they oh rode. Oh no! Where are they? <laughs> they went back. You don't know. You don't know that at all. Sorry. As they rode the current of a river through a massive underground cavern crawling with demon-worshipping gnolls, the party survived their onslaught of spears and arrows from the riverbanks long enough to careen over a waterfall into a pool below. But they found themselves surrounded by countless gnolls chomping at the bit for their blood. Suddenly... Champing. The word is champing. Champing. They were champing at the bit. <laughs> champing. For your blood. When suddenly a mark appeared on Mendo's forehead, a mix of his usual infernal symbols with the demonic sigils of Yenogu, the gnoll's patron deity. Oh man, I don't remember this. Yenogu? <laughs> Yenogu. Yenogu? I don't think I don't think you said that name last time. Well, I did. <laughs> <laughs> the, the sea of blood and fang parted? and the party walked through a crowd of hundreds of silent, bloodthirsty gnolls. This safe passage was apparently granted as a reward for Mendo's obedience to the voice in his head when he used Ivan to desecrate a cavern full of altars using a piss jar. <laughs> now, the party has exited the Mesa Caverns and stands on a ledge overlooking the countryside of Havenvale with the city of Babalex in sight. I forgot he had a whole jar of piss. Yeah, he has a jar of piss. You don't have a jar of piss? You don't? Yeah. Okay. Write what you know. Yeah, it's an it's an improvised weapon. I don't want to get off topic too much, but what is the fourth creature that we haven't seen yet from Mendo? What haven't you rolled? A pixie. Pixie, yes. Yeah, some kind of Tinkerbell scenario. Okay, well, I was just curious. I love Ivan. I love Layla. Would love to meet Nicholas again. <laughs> uh, love to get to know him better. But anyway, okay, so we're in. <clears throat> well, here we are. I hated everything that just happened. Andre, uh, how far are we from Haven Havenvale? You guys are on this ledge. 
among these craggy rocks sort of uh, up against the mesa. And you see uh, all this purple dust is kind of clouding uh, the sight ahead of you. It's like a purple smoggy dust that's overtaken the air here. It makes it a little difficult to breathe as you guys breach through the hole in the cave that allows you into the sunlight. You feel it against your skin for the first time in a long time. Uh, you see, over the countryside of Havenvale, uh, you see uh, the land is dotted with a handful of towns within walking distance. Uh, maybe a six-hour walk away, a little bit far in the distance, you see the city of Babylex. Uh, its center is this massive pillar that rises out of the ground, a natural uh, rocky... Hold on. Did you not get a new mic? Rocky what? A rocky what? Rocky 4? Rocky Bubba? Rocky 2, Electric Boogaloo? The original? Rocky the Flying Squirrel. Everyone shut the fuck up. <laughs> uh, the center of the city is this massive rocky pillar that's rising up out of the ground, this natural rock formation. Uh, that's a sort of cylinder in the center of Havenvale, this countryside. At its top is a ring, uh, a golden wall in the shape of a ring that caps off this cylindrical pillar. Uh, the, there are seem to be buildings built into the side of this thing, but you see poking up over the, the golden walls at the top of the pillar are the tops of various towers and buildings, including what you know to be the Astral Hall. A huge, tall tower that juts out of the center of the city and is surrounded by three floating pyramids with these holographic symbols glittering over each pyramid. Uh, you also see that at the base of this pillar is a, a larger clustered city that seems to surround the smaller high city. You guys uh, who have been to Babylex before, that would be Leaf Jim and Polonius. Yeah. You guys uh, would know this to be the outer city, the city that's built on the walls of this pillar to be the scaffolding, whereas the uh, city that's contained within the golden walls is known as the high city. Uh, so these three separated districts uh, make up the city of Babylex. And you guys can see all of that at the edge of your vision, but you can't make out many details of the city. There seems to be a trail leading off from this rocky crag into a town that it passes through. Uh, I'm I'm kind of glaring at Mendo right now. I'm having some thoughts that are coming back. Uh, Mendo, mm. you're almost dead, right? Maybe we should go to this town and rest for you. <laughs> yes, I think we could all do with a good rest and uh, maybe just decompress after what happened. Um, you know, I'd love to visit Babalex again, and I, I think we might might find some new information there. So we're going down. We're going down to the trail. and going to go to town, find some place to. I mean, it's a six hour. It's a six hour walk, right? Mendo has almost died multiple times. It's a shorter. It's maybe an hour walk into town, and then a a longer walk from there into the city proper. All right. Well, shall we get a find a a tavern and lay our heads to rest? An inn. Yeah. Let's let's do that. All right. Cool. Cool. We're walking. We're going. Let's find the nearest tavern inn. You guys hit the dusty trail and begin walking into town. Is there anything you'd like to do? Uh, you know, preparing anything, doing any kind of rituals, anything like that before you guys head into town? I want to find some rocks and make a a small rock altar to my my god, Celine. Sweet, you build a cairn, much like you uh, found out in the desert. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, I'm looking at this uh, this purple dust right now. Do I have any idea like what what's going on with this purple dust? Can I get some of it between your fingers, maybe? Take a look. Yeah. Give me a, an arcana check as you examine the dust. Oh, well, it's a five. Uh, you know, it wasn't there when you came on your mission trip as a boy. Whoa. Um, it's definitely a lot worse air quality here in Havenvale. Would you say it's like the consistency of like, like purple Gatorade powder? Ew. <laughs> yeah, it's purple Gatorade powder. You nailed it. Uh. Uh, no arcana check necessary. <laughs> so your fingers are stained. So <laughs> stained. Can I do a nature check? Certainly. Yeah, you can do a nature check. Or arcana. Either one. Ooh. It's a natural 17, so... All right, uh, so over 20, right? Yes. Cool. Uh, so you take a, a little fingerful of this purple dust. You know, it's just a thin, dusty film that cover... It's soon, like, coating your clothing after not much time spent out here. You take a look at it, you examine it between your fingers, and you can tell that this is not of natural creation at all. That this is definitely the byproduct of some kind of arcane creation. Uh, perhaps the creation of magic items, perhaps the creation of potions. You're not sure. Oh. oh. I fear that maybe this area has turned into some sort of industry of arcane byproducts. I myself am a very natural person and prefer not byproducts. <laughs> <laughs> I love industry. I know you do. I give him a caramel. <laughs> It's got it, it's got grape Gatorade on it before it gets to my mouth. Nothing like caramel and grape. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> we should we should get going. <laughs> Leaf Jim, uh, you see that Mendo's um, the symbol on his head that was there mm-hmm. uh, is fading more and more as you guys walk. Hmm. Mendo, do you feel any better? I mean, I could use a rest. No, uh, just your your face. Uh, I was just wondering if. Uh, Mendo, did you know that thing appeared on your, on your head? <laughs> Do you know that thing's on your head, Andre? Leaf Jim doesn't want to uh, embarrass him, so she just doesn't bring it up again. Uh, all right, well, let's keep walking. Let's. You're right. We need a good rest. Yeah. yeah. Mendo, you sure you don't want to go back for that box? Shut. I elbow Polly. Okay. In the knee, because that's all I can reach. Stop. No, we're fine. I don't. Okay. We don't need. I don't need to go back right now. You're a good boy. Wait. I also give him a caramel candy. Where's I pitch the caramel side? Where's what? <laughs> How the hell is my sister's name? Rumi. Where's Rumi? Rumi. Where the hell is Rumi and that guy who hit the ceiling? Roland Piddleston. Yes, we sent them back. I hope they did make it back to the camp, but <laughs> we can't leave them there for long. We have to open the walls so they don't run out of food and resources. Uh, you guys keep walking, and on the outskirts of town, you guys see. There's a long, low, flat building you come across first. Uh, You can hear music coming out from within it. It's getting into the late evening, so it seems like the time that this sort of saloon would be open. Uh, You see that there's a handful of camels and uh, even a couple uh, riding lizards tied up outside, uh, and even one sand skipper anchored outside. Uh, This is like a low, flat adobe building but you see a small wooden addition on top of the building. It's like a small room seems to have been added to the top with a large pole extending out like a roost. You see on the side of the building, you see a a young human is there, is uh, pasting up with a roller, dunking it into a bucket, uh, rolling it onto the side of the building. He's pasting up a row of posters. They have a golden dragon sort of anthropomorphized into a more 
human face oh. uh, wearing a black cylindrical hat with a gold ring on top pointing out like at the audience at the reader of the poster and it reads in several languages at the bottom of the poster the sovereign wants you to volunteer for arcane service <laughs> hmm. love that uh, I'm going to summon Strangeless and Charm so that he can talk to these camels. Have a good time. They can talk to these camels. All right. You sit outside the bar for an hour and summon Strangeless and Charm. Ten minutes. Ten minutes. I like to talk to this young man posting up the posters. Yeah. You uh, you approach this young man. Yeah, he's hard at work. He's got his hood up. Excuse me, young man. Uh, my name is Sally Leafjim Grinsire. I hand him a caramel candy. Uh, his hands aren't out. You just hold out a candy and he just look, looks at you. He's like, uh, I'm working. What's up? Oh, I, I appreciate a hard worker. I really do. Uh, the sovereign here, this, these posters you're posting up. Um, if we are interested in sharing our arcane power abilities, where, where would we go? Or, or what is this arcane? I mean, I have arcane power. Hmm. Uh, I don't know if it's much for like wizards and stuff, but uh, I think you sign up at the Astral Hall if you wanted to be a volunteer for testing. Oh, some testing, eh? I, you know, I'm not the best reader or <laughs> best student. What kind of testing are we talking about here? Uh, I, I'm a poster guy. I'm not really a science guy. <laughs> oh, so you haven't... Bill Nye, the poster guy. <laughs> Me? Uh, no fucking way in hell I'd sign it up for this and he slows down talking as he looks behind you and just sort of goes back and starts pasting up really rapidly uh, I, I'm back there summoning my cow <laughs> that takes 10 minutes by the way takes 10 minutes you're right it takes 10 minutes. is this town like in the path of where the rest of the people would be coming through if they're not coming through the cave explicitly uh yeah it's probably the closest town to the main entrance of the like like yeah the um the valley pass that would have been possible if it were still open yeah mm -hmm. this is probably the closest town to that as well well i'd like to follow this young man's gaze and look behind me and see if there's anyone there you turn around you see polly oh um don't mind my my cohorts these are my good boys uh they're very good very brave, uh, although sometimes they misbehave. I look at Mendo. Right, I'm, I'm sure they're great. I brain scream at Mendo. I say, don't light anything on fire, damn it. <laughs> Boys, behave. Don't make anything glow at night. Um, is, What's your name, young boy? <laughs> uh, my name is uh, Dooley. Hi, Dooley. Uh, you can call me Leaf Jim or Jim Jim, uh, but uh, we have a, a couple of friends that are waiting outside the walls. Could you, do you know why they... They aren't open. Uh, walls aren't open because shit's getting dangerous outside the walls. That's what uh, they blasted out over the uh, over the uh, PA. The PA. Oh. <laughs> that was the announcement. Yeah, that. Um, but uh, surely uh, I can I can vouch for the people outside the walls. They're very friendly, very nice, and and want work and want to help society. Is there a way to open the, these walls, or who could we talk to? I'm, I'm more of a poster guy than a wall guy, but yeah. uh, I will say that, um, you know, people, everyone wants to come into Babylex because it's safe. Uh, oh, yes. If we let everyone in, then it won't be safe anymore. Oh. So that's the way I see it. I'm just a poster guy. Oh, all right. Well, uh, who who's currently the mayor of this town? Mayor? <laughs> what, are you, what are you talking about, lady? Uh, who leads... Who is protecting this town of Babylex? Oh, so you guys are new here then? Well, uh, it's been a while, yes. 
Well, um, you're not here for the crowning, then, are you? Oh, well, well, actually, that's why we're here. I, yeah, we're we're special. We're special guests of the crowning. <laughs> he looks back at Polly and he says, "That makes sense." Um. Yeah, the, yeah, I mean, well, soon enough, Virgil Clearview is going to be the new sovereign. First one since the last one went missing. Do I recognize that name? You might. Uh, and Polly, you probably do. This is a famous name. Polly, you know Virgil Clearview is the leader of your church. Ooh, cool. Uh, I register that. My eyes are glowing and there's a half-formed cow in front of me. Uh, <laughs> it's just slowly coming into existence so gross <laughs> oh god yeah well, i'll like concentrate on this in one moment let me just finish creating my cow <laughs> like fucking hellraiser where it's like a skeleton and like screaming with like muscle pulling around it wait so does leafjim recognize the name yeah you know virgil clearview is the head of the very cultish <laughs> church of holy radiance uh from the city of Cecia. Do, uh, who do I know? Does Leaf Jim know who was like the previous leader of Babalex or how this whole infrastructure? Last time you came here, it was the Sovereign, the Gold Dragon. Oh, damn. I'm that old, aren't I? You were here like 200 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. But you know, like around 30 years ago uh, that the Sovereign went missing. And since then, the city of Babalex has been ruled by the High Wizards of the Astral Hall. They took up the mantle of governing. Oh, yes. Yes. We're here for the crowning. Uh, in fact, I know that uh, Mr. Clearwater, Clearview, he's expecting us quite steadily. Right. Uh, well, I don't know what the hell you're doing in this shit town. Well, you know, we got there was some issues. The wall was closed. You have a bar. Is there a bar in this town? Like this a- is the bar. You're at the bar. Oh, OK. Right. Well, well we, I'm going to go inside. We are going to take a rest then. Thank you so much, dear boy. You need to explain nothing to me. I'm really trying to get back to work. All right. I dropped the caramel in his <laughs> his water, his paste water. <laughs> uh, I finished something strangest and charm. Give a little slap on the booty. So go have, go have fun with the camels. <laughs> they start having fun with the camels. <laughs> All right. Let's go inside the bar. You guys enter the bar. You see inside is a pretty lively scene. A band plays fast on fiddle and guitar with a dozen or so folks dancing and swinging around. You see uh, some half-elf and half-orc ranchers with purple dust on their boots kick up a light cloud an inch high on the dance floor. There are also some shadier characters scattered around the bar drinking alone, along with a few bronze kobolds uh, that are having a drinking contest over in the corner. Behind the bar, you see a young tiefling man with green eyes and curled ram-like horns. Uh, I would like to ask, are the bronze kobolds cute? Uh, roll for cute. Ha! <laughs> <laughs> uh. Uh, that's a three. Three uh, ugliest kobolds you've ever seen, and you've only seen one. <laughs> <laughs> They're nothing compared to Aculon. Oh, damn. Aculon was some hot stuff. I hear I hear his voice in the back of my head very, very, very distantly. Aculon. One of them is over-explaining a board game to the other ones. Oh. Mm. Uh, you sure you don't want me to set something on fire, Polly? I just want to point out, I rolled a dice to be like, a, a joke to myself, like, oh, he's rolling with disadvantage then, and he rolled a nat one. He is the ugliest thing I've ever seen in my whole life. Yeah, he's uh, playing Magic the Gathering. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Fuck you, Magic fans. <laughs> I mean... Stop listening to this podcast. Yeah. Is, wait, is this still just, like, a condemnation because of the Nyxborn links? Is this why you're still upset? <laughs> yep. I, d- yep. I didn't like it before, and I like it less now. <laughs> You guys are in this bar. Hold on. Aren't the posters literally advertising for a gathering of magic? Uh, the posters are advertising, asking people to take part in an arcane study. Just saying. 
Do I know anything about these arcane studies? This seems like something that I would have like been exposed to, heard about in my school days. Yeah, when you were young, you were in uh, Babylix. There, this wasn't happening. <laughs> okay. Uh, so yeah, you enter. Who enters first? What's the order? I'll go in first. Or well, I feel like Mendo would. He wants a drink. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mendo is already inside when you guys head in. Yeah. He's at the bar trying to get the tiefling's attention. <laughs> Leafjam enters after, and uh, people don't really look over, but then you see Polly enters, and like a record scratch, <laughs> the uh, music stops, everyone stops dancing, a few people like rush past you, Polly, and exit. Most others sit down and look at the wall uh, or stare into their drinks. Hey, guys. <laughs> there is no response, but you see the bartender looks up from pouring a triple for Mendo, and sees you, Polly, and goes, "Oh, what, what the fuck? What the fuck are you doing? Uh, I, I'm, I'm sorry. Um, uh, it's just that I already had an Inquisition last month. An Inquisition. <laughs> I, I can't. I can't. I can't keep Mendo's reaching over across the bar while he's freaking. While he's freaking out. I'm sorry. What can I do for you, sir? Hi. Sorry. Um, I've been in the desert for a while. An Inquisition. Uh." Is this like an old thing? This sounds like something that I would have read about and been like, that's a crazy thing that we used to do. Are you telling me that you're just here for a drink? I'm very much here just to just to take a good old sleep. He's uh, he's with me. I'm Sally Leafjim Grinzire. <laughs> and he's right. We were just in the desert and had an awful night. Do you have a few rooms you could spare? I already had a triple and I haven't even gotten a- He already has three keys on the table. All right. Oh, very nice. <laughs> um, And if I could get a hot... Corium tea prepared. Do you have any? Right away. Right away. Oh, yeah. thank you. What a sweet boy. I pass him a, a caramel and some coins. Already in a back room. Polly, give me a history check. Here. With proficiency if you don't have it. Oh, uh, it's 16. 16? Uh, you know what Inquisition is something that's in the Radiance texts? It's uh, a sort of audit of spots in the community to make sure that they're up to snuff as far as the Church of Holy Radiance. But you don't know... Babylex to be a place where an inquisition would happen. It's not like your people have that strong of a foothold in Babylex as far as the last time you went there. Yeah, we're kind of like a kind of like a like a undercurrent kind of power, you know, the the bureaucrats. But you just found out that the head of your church is soon to be named the new sovereign. Yeah, this is a, it's very weird. Yep, it's very weird. You see this tiefling comes back uh has a kettle of tea and a mug pours you your tea. Thank you, darling. And you see a slow, very conservative song begins playing from the stage and people just kind of nod their heads. <laughs> a couple tap their feet, but otherwise everyone remains seated. Oh, well. Mm. <laughs> Did I get that drink yet? I've been... Oh, uh, yeah, you got a triple. Okay, thank God. Jesus. Uh, I'm, I'm going to go to the bartender. I'm going to say, uh, what, what specifically happened at this, uh, this last inquisition? And who did it? That's also very interesting. Right. Um, here's the thing is I was told not to talk about the Inquisition after the Inquisition. And now you're here and you're telling me this isn't an Inquisition, but you're asking me about the Inquisition. So I just don't want to lose my fucking bar, man. You know, Paul, he sounds like he makes a good. You know what? Where, where's Ivan? <laughs> <laughs> you snap. Ivan shows back up. Poof, puff of smoke on your shoulder. Now there's an imp there. Drink for the little guy. Um, pours a fireball. I want to look the the bartender straight in the eye and say, uh, "Hi, I understand that uh, people like me, we tend to be a little bit uh, uh, xenophobic, cold, a little bit hyper judgmental. 
But I'm not like most of them. Uh, can I do some like some like fun paladin light stuff to be like, <laughs> this is <laughs> you want to do like? I'm not like most radiants. Do you have a cantrip for that? No, uh, I'm just gonna get out my little uh <laughs> your glow stick, my my glow stick, and be like, ooh, see, I'm you cast. Li- yeah, you use light with the glow. Stick. Tweaky should do like a dance. Like he should come out and do like a little trick. I say, uh, I'm mainly I'm mainly in it for the good stuff and less of the. the hyper order stuff. Uh, give me a persuasion check. Yeah, I'm gonna just say I'm not here to mess up mess up your life, man. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, that's a nine. Wait, of course, I would never accuse you of police. Just don't fucking shut down my business. I'm not going to. <laughs> I would never accuse you of being a stick in the mud. I would never do that. I swear to God. I swear to the radiance. I'm... Uh, I think maybe we should start wrapping up Mendo, I look at him, he's pushing back another shot. <laughs> I think we all need some rest. Uh, I, I, I kind of pull Polly away. I think you're bothering this young man, but... Uh, I want to know. I know you want to know, and we'll find out. We need to go to Babalex, but we need to rest first. Okay. As you're whispering to Polly, Leaf Jim, mm-hmm. you see over his shoulder a couple of ranchers are heading over, uh, a half-orc and a half-elf, over to Polly. And one of them goes, hey. Oh, no. Hi. <laughs> he looks taken aback <laughs> what? for a moment. And then he goes, <laughs> I'm tired of you fucking irradiant telling us how to live our lives. We were doing fine. Just just get the fuck out of the bar, okay? We're having a good time. You were doing fine until about what? <laughs> about how long ago? Let me guess. A three-headed cow showed Fuck up? Fuck you. You're playing your fucking mind games. You're trying to debate me. You're trying to do this bullshit. I'm not fucking doing it anymore. Get the fuck out of here. Uh, excuse me, sir. Pa- this boy here is a good boy, and I don't think he is the man that you think he is. Uh, oh, yeah? I'm smiling. R- Three of my cousins disappeared. That's... Three of them. Gone. That's a lot of cousins to disappear. I don't fucking care anymore. I don't have any family anymore. I'm very sorry to hear that, young man. Lucky you. But, uh, Mendo? <laughs> uh, Are you guys, like, together? So, uh, here's a good example of the kind of person I am. I've been hanging out with uh, a druid and, uh, uh, and this guy. <laughs> don't don't tokenize me. You get a lot of people on your payroll, so you seem really innocent. I'm, I'm tired of the fucking act. I'm actually the poor one in this group. <laughs> <laughs> Are you? I'm not looting anybody. <laughs> Just get the fuck out of here. Okay. Uh, how about I get the fuck to my room? Is that okay? Give me a persuasion check. <laughs> You're so non-confrontational. <laughs> I have to let you. <laughs> that, was a, that was a 20. That was an unnatural 20. Or unnatural 20. Uh, whatever. You see uh, a friend of his goes, Hey, we're really sorry. He, he's drunk. He, he didn't mean anything. Uh, um, that's all right. It was, sometimes we get very angry when we, we when we lose our family. I give him a caramel. <laughs> He does not take it. Oh, all right. Well, uh, he gets dragged away from his friends. He's still yelling a little bit. No, man, I'm fucking tired. Uh, Polly, Polly, maybe you should go upstairs and uh, out of sight, perhaps. Yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and get out of get out of sight. Um, uh, I I do like the most human walk that I can. <laughs> like maybe when I re- walk regular, it's a little bit more bow legged. I'm doing like a real like cowboy. Oh, like I belong in this town. Uh, and Mendo. What? What? Mendo, from what I remember, you're you're not feeling so great, right? Maybe you should also head upstairs and get a, a few uh, hours of sleep. I'm drinking health potions. No, th- those are those are fireballs. 
<laughs> There's fireballs. They uh, they heal different parts. I'll come up. I would like to know that Vindo has like almost died twice. Yes. <laughs> and is like like just barely. Though still fewer times than the rest of y'all. I think Polly's the most like almost. No, I mean like you just almost died twice. Quick succession. Oh yeah. Down the river. Well, I'm very old and it's uh, getting late, so I'm going to. <laughs> you don't say. Draw a bath and I'm going to take a rest. Mendo, don't be up all night. Give him a look. Okay. All right. Good night. All right, leave him heads upstairs. Polly, you head upstairs? Yeah. While I'm up there, uh, I'm definitely, I, I would like to pray to the Radiance. I would like to try and get a, a feel of, like, any any sort of hint of, like, history, like, like, if an Inquisition happened here, then I should be, like, feeling a heightened level of holiness if it was done correctly. Like, I, w- I, w- I want to see if I can gauge whether this is, like, real radi- real Radiance business going on. You give me a religion check, yeah. Do you uh, pray by your bedside before bed? Ooh, at the foot of your bed. Ooh, it's a 19 plus 2. That's a 21. 21. Polly, you get the sense here that something is not right. Immediately trying to pray to your God, trying to make contact with your God, you feel a strong, anxious presence from wherever you draw your power, uh, the radiance, as you call it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it. It doesn't feel, it feels nervous and it feels upset. Hmm. Not at all like in the desert where it was <laughs> fun loving and having a good time. Hmm. Not here. Hmm. hmm. I'm just going to lay in bed for a second. You lay in bed for a while. Uh, Mendo, you're down there, you're drinking a few more fireballs. Yeah, me and Ivan are getting toasted. Me and Ivan are getting toasted. Uh, <laughs> roll a con check to see who can now drink the other. Oh, God. Good call. <laughs> I'll roll for Ivan. <laughs> oh, God. A good solid 10. Uh, Ivan also rolled the 10. Wow. We're a bro fisting there. Just He's like half your size, roughly, in terms of mass, but he's keeping up. Being an imp doesn't, you know. So hold on. You can get just as drunk as me. Uh, do I have resistance to poison? I don't even remember, man. <laughs> I mean. Probably. Probably. <laughs> I mean, being demonic, you've got like, you're made of some kind of demon stuff, right? Yeah, man, you're right. I am. I'm demonic. I'm, I mean, I'm infernal, but you know, I'm kind of demonic. I mean, I know you have magic resistance. Uh, I'm immune to poison damage, man. I can't even get drunk. I'll be fucking honest with you. <laughs> sure. Well, fair enough. Well, then. <laughs> oh, no. He's just been humoring him. Yeah, he's like, whoa, I'm feeling it. Even better than keep drinking. Then you've got no reason to stop. That's right. Yeah, I'll just drink to make you feel better. <laughs> That's why I'm drinking. So, hell, why don't we both do that? <laughs> you, um, you're not mad at me about that whole uh, piss stuff, right? No, I'm just checking. You know, Would it matter? Seems like they were kind of mad. I don't know. Maybe you want to apologize to them. Seems kind of bad. Uh, I'm just staring at the ceiling right now, furious. <laughs> as an infernal imp, are you telling me to apologize? Hey, man, as a guy, I'm just telling <laughs> you to apologize. You know, I'm, I'm a member of the party. Leave Jim said it herself. I'm a member of the party. So I just feel like as a full-fledged party member, I should weigh in. I don't know. Full-fledged. Official. Unsummoned. <laughs> oh no! Oh. It hurts. <laughs> can't get a single person. In. Just like uh, like when Polly was slowly summoning, <laughs> Ivan slowly unsummons. <laughs> I always imagine just like terrible hands pulling him back into like some portal. Yep, it's hands. Um, yeah, you're left alone drinking at the bar. 
Go to bed, Mendo. <laughs> <laughs> you hear a con, a tiny leaf gym and angel wings appears on your left shoulder. I hear the screaming of Ivan going away, and I'm like, oh. <laughs> you bang a broom on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. The things people say to Mendo are starting to turn into the things people say to Lex. <laughs> you should go to bed. Be with your friends. Uh, Mendo, give me a wisdom saving throw as you're at this bar. Am I the only devil of my own? I'm my devil side. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah that's just you. <laughs> uh, wisdom. Oh, gosh. 13. 13. You get a flash of the piece of paper that you wrote on when you were interrogating uh, Rotten Jake. And it says 26 Crumb Alley. You know this to be the address that they shipped his Waldo off to. Where's the tiefling? Tiefling. Yeah. Name's Mac, by the way. I didn't. What? <laughs> name's Mac, by the way. Have a name. Mac. 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 You never. T- this is the first time you talk. Don't hold that against me. Oh, it's just you've been yelling tiefling at me all night. You never asked. So I thought I. You never said. You could have. You- well, you never asked. Mac. Yeah. Sorry. Thank you. He pours you another shot. Hey. All right. <laughs> no, I had a point. I had a point. Address. Uh. What's the address? I'm just to repeat that. Do I have that on paper or is that just something I read? You on? have it on paper. He said it to you. You wrote it down. Okay. 26 Crumb Alley. 26 Crumb Alley. What about it? Do you know anything about this? Uh, no, I don't. I don't know anything about that place. Why? Do you know where that is? Uh, judging by the name, sounds like a place on the gutter side of the outer city. <laughs> gutter side, outer city. Yeah. Who would have thought Crumb Alley, gutter side? <laughs> <laughs> it could have been ironic. Uh, I would be careful around there if you go there, though. It's kind of a dangerous area. Burn you in fire dangerous or these uh, radiant jerks? Radiant jerks are, I mean, they do inquisitions. They send their guys down into the outer city and even around here into the countryside. But for the most part, the people in the radiant stick to the scaffolding in the high city. Uh, They got churches both places. That makes sense. Speaking of, what the hell? Why? Why, why, What are they being such jerks around here for? Uh, I don't know, man. You're with that guy. I don't know. Eh. Eh. Give me a persuasion check quick eh. as you go. Eh. Eh. <laughs> Clearly drunk off your ass. Am I though? <laughs> Am I really with him? Ugh. It's a 19. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're not going to fucking remember this anyway. Who am I kidding? <laughs> you know, I mean, they came here... You know, a dozen or so years ago, they started doing community projects. Everyone was uh, a big fan of those guys. I mean, they were a little weird, a little, you know, stick in the mud kind of thing. But uh, a guy rides a two headed cow. I know what you mean. Never heard of that, but you will. You'll see it. <laughs> That's just me. But yeah, um, soon enough, it seems like they got in with the upper echelon of the city with the uh, all the guilds and with, you know, the Astral Hall. They seem to have gotten in with them pretty cozy, buddy-buddy. You know, the Astral Hall has always maintained that the Sovereign, though missing, isn't dead. You know, he's presumed to be alive somewhere. But now they're saying he's dead. Now they're saying Virgil Clearview is going to be the new Sovereign. I don't know, man. I don't have any say in this shit, but it doesn't... It seems a little suspect to me. It used to be a pretty free place. You could kind of do whatever you want. It's one of the only places you can worship whoever you want, you know. But, you know, lately... It's been their kind of religious law has been the law of the land. So if you don't conform, like with drink limits and with quiet music. Wait, there's, there's drink. <laughs> I mean, not as long as we're not under inquisition. There's not a drink limit, but yeah, okay. Well, you never know where there's eyes. So I'm afraid that is going to be the last shot, my man. Uh, 
I should have kept Ivan's. I'm honestly worried. I mean, they, I, I know that the vices are kind of against their religion in general, so I'm worried we're just going to get shut down entirely. We're going to become a footloose town. Mm, mm, I've been to a couple of those. They're not great. They're not great. They're not great. As soon as dancing goes, you just get into a weird Lithgowtocracy. Yeah. Not one you want. Uh, and You know, I mean, they say that they're going to make the city a safer place. Is there a place around here to get a map to this big fucking city? Uh, map to the city? I mean, you could probably buy one in town. Yeah, there's probably cartographers that'll sell you something. Uh, between you and me, there's a lot of scammers in town as well, so. That's fair. That's fair. One last thing, Mac. Yeah. I've been drinking a while. What the hell time is it? Right now, it's, uh, it's like 1130. Ah, damn. All right. I'll do it in the morning. <laughs> what do I owe you? What do, what do, what do, what do I, uh, you run up the tab, uh, two gold. Bink. <laughs> Here's three. Appreciate it. I got a bunch. <laughs> He's been doing a lot of looting. Oh, and torturing and... Desecrating all the ings. I'll head upstairs. You head upstairs. Okay. Is Mendo within uh within telepathic hub distance from me? Can we still do that? Oh yeah. Isn't that permanent? It's anyone within 30 feet of Polly. Yeah. Yep. I'm gonna I'm gonna say uh, hey Mendo. Hey. Hey. <laughs> Mendo. Are you going just for Mendo, Polly? Oh yeah, just Mendo. Uh, yeah, you get you go one on one, initiate a channel with Mendo. Mm. Yep. What what? Hey uh Which one is this? Is this is this the fairy? I haven't actually seen the pixie yet. Uh, you know who it is. <laughs> skitter, skitter. <laughs> ah, what? What? I'm trying to sleep. Twinkie's in on it. Skitter, skitter. <laughs> yeah, Twinkie's just involved. He's just excited to be involved. My good chap, now that I can finally communicate with you now. <laughs> <laughs> just fireballs everywhere. <laughs> Blow up the hotel. <laughs> hey, uh, hey Mendo. I've been, uh, I've been thinking about something. Uh, now that we're through the cave. Uh-huh. I have a question for you. Uh. Hey, Mendo. Do you, uh, uh. Do you think I'm a person? You didn't seem to think that those orcs were people. Mm. And, uh, I'm just wondering. Just wondering if, uh. What? I mean, we've been traveling together for a while, but, uh. What? What? I don't know. Orcs are, uh, big and weird, and I'm big and weird. I mean, you're more awkward than weird. But what do you mean orcs aren't people? When did I say orcs aren't people? Did I? Uh, you didn't seem to think that orcs were people as you were, as we were, uh, well, I mean, we were killing them as a team. <laughs> but, uh... I mean, they did try to kill us first. Just makes me think a little bit, uh... Polly, 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 Polly. You're a very nice person. And a very nice bug person. Hmm. And let me sleep. Uh, can I ask one more thing? What? And Leaf Jam, stop listening in on other people's conversations. Uh, no, I don't know. <laughs> was uh was one of my one of my uh one of the radiant shrines down there covered in piss right now probably i honestly couldn't tell you didn't even check good night mendo good night boys i mean uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> all right all right let's get that rest y'all head to rest you guys Doze off, you wake up in the morning, and you head out of your rooms. Uh, maybe not at the same time, Mendo's <laughs> probably sleeping in. <laughs> I need less time to sleep, actually, as an older person. Oh, I'll be I'll be up drinking a mead with an egg in it. <laughs> probably some dash of hot sauce. I would also telepathic hub to Jim uh, Jim to say, hey, could you bring me up some food? I probably shouldn't go down there. That seems, seems to be a no-go. All right, my boy, I'll get you some food. 
Thank you. Does anyone know when the caravan's coming back around? We have to let them through. Are we supposed to go back and get them? Yes. What are we? What are we? Why? They can't get through the wall, Mendo. That's the whole point. <laughs> Mendo's so drunk. Can I get a second egg in this mead? A little hair of the dog. I give him a piece of toast. All right, you guys head out of your rooms and down the hall. And you see at the end of the hall, someone heading down uh, from a higher level, likely the roof. Uh, and you, you see that this is an Arakokra, one of those bird people. Ooh. Looks like a an eagle, but a person. Uh, they have a satchel around their person, along with some more traditional Arakokran clothing. You'd recognize it, Leaf Jim, as a druid. Because uh, you had some Arakokran friends in the amongst the Mundreds. Interesting. Uh, so, so wait, we're like on one level and they're coming from the level above? Yeah, you guys are both heading towards the downstairs. All right. As uh, you guys are heading forward, uh, this Arakokra reaches into uh, the satchel and pulls out a letter. Mail call for Mendo Hatrest. What the hell? Oh, uh, that's uh, this young man right here. Yeah, it's me. Uh, hands you a letter and notices Leaf Gem's symbol, the moon symbol around your neck and says, hmm? are you a moon druid? Oh, well, you know, it's. It's been a while, but I guess you never really get out of the game, right? <laughs> Whoever just gave me this thing, I'm going to give them a gold piece and walk down to the bar. Thank you. Appreciate it. My whole family's... Uh, I come from a bunch of moon druids. Oh, really? Any particular people I might know? Well, I'm Reedley Featherfoot the 28th, oh. so you might know someone in... You know, Reedley Featherfoot the first. Oh, <laughs> yes. Oh, God. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> yes. Eric Okras have very short lifespans. You know, I think I knew your great, 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 Just a clock. Grandmother. Ten minutes later. Grandmother. Oh, Wow. Well, pleasure to meet you. I'm Reedley. Well, it's nice to meet you. Do you have any... Uh, are you on the the male... Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Yes, I, I, I'm a male person in the Xanthir post. Uh, oh, good for you. What? And she puts a, a feathered arm around you. Between you and me, I also run messages for the Moon Druids oh. and their agents around Proxima. Um. Well, I do have a question. Have you heard any... Messages to or from an Appleseed Grinzire. Feathers perk up in a tuft mm? and uh, Reedley says, I, I know Appleseed. Uh, uh, when's the last time you saw her? That's, that's my daughter. The last time I saw Appleseed, I was with her on the route to Necropoli. I usually fly around Proxima, but mm -hmm. this time I was driving a cart full of packages. Yes. With apple seed hidden in the back. I took her into the city. I took her into the necropoly. The necropoly. How long ago was that? That was um, about six months ago. Oh. I keep visiting a, a location outside the city where she's supposed to leave a communication for an exfiltration, but I haven't gotten anything. Oh, well, I appreciate you telling me this, really, and I know apple seed is a strong cookie, so I know... She's okay, but uh, I would like to to make sure she's safe and free. Uh, I I appreciate this. I I give her him her they uh, a camera candy. 
Uh, she uh, takes the caramel and goes, these are my fucking favorite. Oh my, I give her another one. Oh. Do the bird people have beaks? Yeah. Because that's just thinking of a bird like trying to gum a chewy candy. And it's just really making me. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> 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 just sticky beak. Like a dog with peanut butter. That's adorable. She was spying on some powerful folks, so... Well... I don't have any guarantees about her safety. I don't know if if I consider her Grin's Eye a girl if she wasn't. Um, I appreciate your, your news, Ridley, and if, if you do hear from her, please let her know that her mother is worried about her. Yeah, I, w- I will do that. Sally Leaf Grin... Leaf Jim. Oh, sorry. Sally Leaf Jim Grin's Eye. Right, I'll, I'll just say her mom. Her mom. Her mother. She'll know. <laughs> I'm I'm her only mother. Yeah, she'll know. All right, take care. How, how old are you, by the way? <laughs> Me? I'm uh, I'm 10 years old. I'm maybe got six years left. Okay, that's good. That's good. Oh. <laughs> pip, pip. Pip, pip. Uh, <laughs> pip, pip. Flies through a closed window and just shatters it. <laughs> it flies away. <laughs> Good job, my girl. They're actually very long-lived, but they're also very stupid, so. <laughs> All right, Mendo, you're cracking eggs into a mead for your breakfast with some Valentina's hot sauce poured in. Hell yeah. Yep. A dash of salt. And uh, I'll, I guess I'll... What the hell does this letter look like? Because what I didn't even know there was mail. It's a sealed letter. It just says Mendo hat rest on the outside in black letters. When did they invent mail? Let's read it. Plain wax seal. You break the seal. Uh, there's something heavy inside as well. Ooh, toy surprise. <laughs> you <laughs> pop it open, read the letter in uh, block letters. It says, Mendo, I'm in town. Couldn't travel with the others. Keep this with you so I know how to contact you. Dash, Breva. <laughs> what, what, what is it? And you look in and there's a platinum coin with a dragon's head on one side and a curled up dragon on the other. If I had was going to try, I've never seen her handwriting, but if I was going to try to see if this was like legit somehow, some kind of intelligence check to see if this is like real. I mean, you saw the menus at the uh, Gilded Kill and you could certainly... Handwritten menus, that's so classy, Breva. Let's call it a raw, raw intelligence. Give it a shot. Doesn't matter, it's like a four. <laughs> uh, yeah, you can't tell. It seems like... That's fair. This might have even been to, you know, throw people off from any... Specifically draconic looking script or anything. Mm. Knowledge Arcana on the coin, on the platinum? Yeah, for sure. Much better. 20. Bastard 20. 20. Uh, you know this is a the symbol of Bahamut on the other side, and this is like an old currency of Bahamut's. Uh, this is also probably a spell coin with, uh, and you can see etched into like the edge of the coin, are like glyphs uh, that have the sending spell written into it. This is a basic spell that you probably would have picked up on your travels, like knowledge of it anyway. Uh, And it's like a draconic glyph etched into the side. So someone can probably send a message through the coin. Cool. I'll pocket that coin and uh, put the letter back in the envelope and then just kind of like while I'm drinking, it just kind of like burns away like flash paper. Nice. Yeah, Leaf Jim, you you grab some breakfast, maybe bring it up to Polly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you guys finish getting ready for the day. Yes. uh, All right. uh, I I also give Polly... Uh, my cloak, which is way too small for him to cover over his... That's <laughs> over my head, just to, like, sneak head, out. <laughs> yeah, just to sneak out. <laughs> oh, to sneak out. I was thinking, like, the the, the tragic, like, put a, a warm blanket over someone, like, in a <laughs> ambulance sort of scenario, but it's just tiny. Just as, like this little shawl, <laughs> like, barely. Neckerchief. The little foil blanket. 
<laughs> yeah, you put a little foil hoodie over Polly's head. <laughs> he only covers his head. <laughs> Love it. All right. Well, I, I think we really should make haste to the city and find out what's going on because this isn't the Babalex that I remember. Are we all rested? Yep. Are we not waiting for the caravan? What, what are we going to do about the caravan? <sighs> Mindo, we have to let the caravan in. I, I, we have to figure out why the wall isn't opening. They don't think it's safe to let people from the outside in. And I think my mind's not wrapping around this wall thing. Well, I think you've you'd stayed out too late, Mendo, honestly. <laughs> Mendo, give me an intelligence check to just remember what the fuck you're doing here. <laughs> 21! All right, you get, um, uh, you finish, uh, and the Valentinas ha- had settled at the bottom, and it sobers you up a little bit as it hits your tongue. <laughs> uh, and you remember that, uh, you arrived with this convoy yeah. and actually saw other refugees from Tarly all waiting outside the walls. Usually... There's a pass, a path that goes through the canyons, these uh, these cliffs that surround Havenvale, the countryside you're now in. Okay. And usually there's a pass through there, but it seems like the pass has been magically shut. Ah. Uh, like literally the walls of these cliffs have been sealed together. <laughs> and so you guys, as a small unit, traveled through the more dangerous caverns into the city to try and get them to reopen. Lex, if you listen to like two episodes ago, you'll understand what we're doing here. They're not up yet. <laughs> this is like a Buffy the Vampire Slayer opening. <laughs> well, okay. So uh, let me just, uh, the, the hey, I, I really enjoyed the phrase, the uh, least healthy Travis from one of the early episodes. Anyway. Uh, nice. Oh my gosh. So there's the walls of the city, but the walls to get into the area of the city or just one wall. That's what's confusing me. So the countryside, Havenvale, is protected by the mesas that surround it. Okay. It's like a whole county-sized area, right? Okay. In the center of that county is the city of Babalex. Okay. The city of Babalex has this outer city, and then it has this pillar in the middle of the city. So, like, we've met dragons, but where's all the dungeons? (laughs) (laughs) So there's only one wall, though, and it's not the city wall. I thought I heard Babalex have a wall, so that's just on me. Lex for being dumb. Babalex is a walled city, but it's in the center of this countryside. There's so many walls. There's walls, walls, on walls, out, on walls outside of the county. There's walls on the outside of the city. And then there's a wall on the outside of the upper city as well. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Now I've got a better idea yeah. of what's happening. Are you guys heading into the city rather? Yeah. Let's, uh, you know what? I might go back to high harvest actually and start rebuilding it. <laughs> We're going back into the cave. Cool. Let's just all go back to whence we came from. Yeah, you guys can live in the cave, try and make amends with the orcs. Uh, no. You're right. Let's let's head on back to Babalex. I miss our airship thingy. You're saying, Skipper? Uh, you know what we have instead? We have Strangeness and Charm. Oh, yes. Uh, getting right on up on Macau. Uh, I'm gonna human walk out of the tavern. I need to find the dregs of the city. You're really trying to blend in with like all the cowboys and ranchers in this in the town. No, guys, I need to find. Was it the dregs? What the? Hey, uh, Mac. Yeah. What'd you say? The what of the city? Dre- the where's this? I hold up the paper. Gutterside. Yeah, you want to go to Gutterside? Oh, okay. Leaf Jump, stop spying on my conversations. <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> look, Mendo, I've known you long enough to know that you want to go to the gutter side of town. Just because we have a mental connection. We cut to last night where Mendo's just screaming his conversation. And then <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't have to tune in. Where? The gutter side? <laughs> Leaf Jump turns off her hearing aid. <laughs> How do you have a side of a gutter? Anyway. Uh, 
Okay. So, uh, you guys never been to Babylix recently, I guess, but, uh, the outer city, it's, it's huge, right? It's just this huge circle that surrounds the pillar. You got the water side, you got the gutter side, you got the worship side, and you got the market side. I need to go to the gutter side. Look, the caravan's going to be safe. I need to go here sooner. So if you're heading into the city and you see the big cylinder, uh, that's the pillar of rock that's jutting out of the ground. You know, the giant one with the city all around it and on top of it. Yes, I've seen it. Yeah, that I got. Well, if you're coming from this town, on the left side of that pillar, there's going to be a waterfall. That's where all the water from this valley comes from, right? And you might have noticed not a lot of that water is getting to this countryside at this point. You guys know that the, the land around here has seemingly arid, whereas Polly and Leaf Jim, when the last time you were here, it was like an irrigated farmland. And now it's just dry and covered in this purple dust. The countryside used to be uh, prosperous. We used to have a bunch of farmland, but uh, the... Astral Hall wizards said that some stuff changed and uh, now there's less water available for everybody. So uh, the rich side of the outer city is going to be on the left. That's the uh, water side. On the right, you got the gutter side. That's where all the shit from the upper city spills out. Sensing some hostility. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I live out here. I, I, I don't I don't even live in the city. But uh, you'll be walking into market side when you walk into the city from here. Well, that's good. I might ne- I might need to do some shopping before we get along in our journey. Thanks. Uh, yeah, man, I got a lot of these. I just give another gold to the bartender. <laughs> Appreciate it. I need you guys help. We need to. Go- I need to go to the gutter side before we let the caravan in. Uh, what? Why is that? Why? Polly, I need you to buy a map. I need you to be as radiant. The pun's only half intended as possible to buy us a map and see through some crap because they might try to sell us a bad map. Okay, uh, my my skin bristles with <laughs> really uh, leaning into the cockroach side of my passive cockroachiness. Personally, I think that we should try and maybe get the whole caravan of a city squared away before we do anything else. Mm. <sighs> I don't know. Polly, you know these things about politics. Convincing the higher-ups that they need to open the walls might take a little bit longer than a quick trip to the gutter side, but... Well, my brother might be some might be at this address, and the longer we make him wait, the le- le- I, and I need them to just go home. Are you talking about Miss Aldo? Oswaldo. Oswaldo. M- uh, and the longer that waits, mm-hmm. both A... The more danger it could be in, but also be the longer I have to wait to send them home. Hmm. Uh, look, they'll be safe outside the wall, and I don't know how long politics takes. So you can help me, and that's fine, and that's great, and I'd appreciate it. Or not, and I'll catch up with you guys at the wall. Uh, Andre, do I know generally how long politics takes? <laughs> uh, you do not know how long politics will take. You don't know shit. Can I roll for politics? No, you cannot roll for politics. <laughs> I, like, studied politics, but I have no real, like, real first-hand knowledge. Yeah, you don't know how to, like, meet a governor and, like... <laughs> how good are you at politics? Boo! Boo! <laughs> All right, uh, yes, I, either way, boys, we have to go through Marketplace, and I think we can gain a lot of information there, so let's keep on a-walking. That sounds good. Want to climb up on strangeness and charm? I look at that cow and it's got 
big old bags under its eyes, all four of its eyes, because it's been having so much fun with those camels. They've been having a big old party this whole time. Meanwhile, all the camels just look violated and terrified and just wide-eyed shaking in a corner. That's not what I meant. <laughs> I meant like a little... Oh, I'm not saying they're violated. I'm saying they look it. I'm just, I, I was going for more like a block party of all the mounts. <laughs> It's like, you remember in Lilo and Stitch when they go pick up Stitch and all the other dogs are in the corner, like, just terrified? Oh, I see. Like, they're they're psychologically scarred from what they have witnessed. In The Thing, when all the dogs are scared of The Thing. <laughs> I love The Thing, but I like Lilo and Stitch better. Anyway! Let, uh, let's keep going. Lilo, Ikiwakina. Okay. All right, you guys all mount up on Strangeness and Charm. Yes. What a wonderful name. <laughs> and begin... Heading into Babylex. Uh, There's one shorty short on each neck. Follow you guys down the road as you guys hit the dusty purple trail into Babylex. <laughs> uh, you see people around you have uh, the, the few ranchers you do see on the road, tradesmen and stuff. Uh, you guys see in the distance a couple of sand skippers are skipping along the sand into town. Uh, most of the people have uh, scarves up and around their mouths and noses to kind of filter out the dust. You guys think we should be doing that? Uh, yes, this, this reminds me of the time when we were on a sand skipper. <laughs> uh, is it getting thicker as we're getting further into town, further closer to town? It's actually, as you approach the city, it seems to be getting less and less uh, of a problem hmm. as you as you get closer to the city. Oh. And you can actually see uh, one of these tower-like things that's sticking out from behind the high city's walls you know, way up on the top of this pillar, there's these golden walls and sticking out from behind it seems to be like a like a factory tower, you know, like a smoke tower and plumes of purple dust are shooting out of it and seem to spread out further from the city, more so than in the city itself. As you guys approach the city of Babylex, let's give a, a little recap of the Babylex lore that we know so far. Good. I know it well. <laughs> yeah, that Valentina's really kicks in and Mendo has a flashback to all of the lore that we talked about. <laughs> Before the last war, I have so much lore, you guys. <laughs> Let's let me burn through this real quick. What? You? Uh, Before the last war, gods would just live in a place on the material plane and rule over it. Just gods living right here in the city of Babylix. The city of Babylix itself was founded thousands of years ago. Before the last war, by the draconic worshippers of Bahamut, the platinum dragon god, as well as Bahamut's two children, the gold sovereign, and the multicolored Tiamat. During the last war, the gods clashed and Bahamut opened these protected lands called Havenvale to people fleeing violence, or those whose gods did not have the power to protect them. Many of these people taken in would end up fighting for Bahamut and the High Pantheon in the late stages of the last war. After the last war, the gods, including Bahamut, left the mortal plane and returned to their true homes in the outer plains. Bahamut left the city in the care of the Sovereign and Tiamat, who had given up their divinity to stay on the Material Plane. The city stayed open, and its new populace was comprised of workers, craftsmen, and artisans from all walks of life. Some were also scholars and wizards from all around Proxima who were displaced from their lone wizard towers and ended up founding the Astral Hall, a university for arcane study. The city grew, and it became a hub for education, trade, and particularly the study and sale of magical artifacts. After several hundred years of development and harmony, Tiamat grew to distrust the non-draconic population of the city and attempted a coup against the Sovereign. The coup failed and Tiamat and the Chromatic Dragonfolk were banished from Havenvale. In her anger and embarrassment, Tiamat left her people in the desert with the gift of a flying fortress and the curse of only speaking Draconic, so they might never again coexist with outsiders. Y'all met Vega, he was a descendant from these people. Jumping ahead another several hundred years of the city's growth to the last 30 years, 
Riva told you all that the Sovereign disappeared and the High Wizards banned Dragonfolk from the city out of fear. Polly, as a kid, you went on a mission trip to Havenvale and learned Draconic while helping them rebuild out in the countryside, but they're not allowed in the city proper. Mm -hmm. Now you guys head into the city. When I say dingle, you say dangle. Dingle. Wangle. Dangle. Dangle. Can't hear Sawyer. Sawyer, you're muted? No, I'm not. I was just whispering. Holy oh, fucking come shit. Come on. <laughs> Welcome back. <laughs> the Dingles and Dangles, the Dungles and Dongles podcast. Uh, you guys were just heading in to the city of Babylix. Oh, yeah. I remember that. You guys approach the city walls, which are... Really more of a fence than walls. The outer wall of the city seems to be like mm -hmm. 10 feet wide, but extends miles and miles in a circle all around the city. It stretches to the east and west as you guys approach uh, a gate port of the city. Uh, you end up standing behind a line of folk trying to enter the city. Uh, some of them local ranchers and stuff just bringing in their uh, market items to trade. Some of them bringing in broken sand skippers to be repaired in, in the city. Uh, and eventually... You can repair them? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> I thought it was as is. Uh, <laughs> just thought they were irreparable. Uh, anyway, you guys head... Uh, eventually you get to the front and you see on either side of the, the city gate and also milling about within the city walls are these guards wearing what appears to be golden plate with visors that disguise their faces. They weren't here last time you guys were in Davalix, certainly. You guys approach and get closer to the to the gate and you see a man in white and gold robes is waiting there, holding a clipboard. Hi! Hello! Hello! Pleasure! Uh, my name is Avon Kendrick and I am from the Church of Joaquin. Is this a side gutters, gutter sides? What is it? Uh, you are entering into Marketside. I see you're new to the city of Babylix. Tell me, what company do you represent? Uh, uh well, we represent <laughs> the Jimdo the uh, Corporation. Hi, I'm, uh, I'm with the Church of the Roof. Hmm. You're all talking at once. I'm finding it difficult to hear. Mm, uh, Jim. I'm the CEO of Jimdo Corporation. Let Polly talk. Uh, looks over his clipboard. Um, you all don't- Gemdo- I'm not seeing Gemdo Corporation. Um, well, it, it is spelled in a different sort of way. Perhaps check again? Can I say, um, hi. Hi, I'm, uh, I'm Polonius Radswell of the Radswells and Cesia. Uh, I get out my, uh, my little fallout shelter necklace to say, uh, these are my associates. Uh, we're coming in on some political matters. Uh, we're trying to help some people. Mm -hmm. So... Uh, we would like to be in so that we can, uh, you know, meet the powers that be and do the best that we can for everybody involved. Oh, you're a CC and coming into the city and you're sponsoring these individuals? Uh, yes, sir. All right. Well, um, just register here. He hands you a form. It says company name, uh, members, stuff like that. Uh, what do you fill it out with? Uh, I say, I say my company name is, um, the one in true radiance. Uh, and then I sign with initials. All right. <laughs> you sign with a bunch of initials. He looks at it, looks at you. <laughs> Give me a persuasion check to get away with initials. I'm smiling so hard. <laughs> 17. Hmm. Right. Um, uh, 
please enjoy your time in the city. Uh, he steps aside. Thank you. We will. Thank you. Great. Great to meet you. What was your name again? My name is Avon Kendrick, and I represent the Church of Joaquin. Come and see me at the Bank of Joaquin anytime you need to let off some of your treasures. They'll be stored safely in the central vault. Yes, we will do that. Cool. Th I like this guy. This is a guy. I'm glad that we met him. Absolute pleasure. Have a wonderful stay. <laughs> Bye. Uh, yes. <laughs> see, that's how you get into a city. <laughs> All right. Uh, very interesting. Yeah, you'd be the right race. That's yeah. <laughs> Basically. And still lie your ass off. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, well. Great. You guys head into town. You see, uh, and immediately you're hit with a bunch of smells. Uh, roasted chicken, stews, and burnt lizards all come over your mouth as you hit the city. Um, Is that blackened lizard uh it is blackened lizard you see you're entering the bazaar mm. there's a bunch of fresh lizards hanging from a string along with some blackened lizards on skewers mm. oh it's a mix of architecture here there's uh dwarven architecture which is just like heavy stones holding each other down without any mortar along with delicate spires sticking up out of the ground uh and crisscrossing with like r wooden bridges it's very densely packed architecture though uh, most of the buildings, though, are like what you saw in Clayborough, in that they are adobe structure, but they're taller and narrower here, uh, with uh, narrow alleys that cut in between. But you guys are in a relatively open space, the bazaar of the market side. Mm. Uh, all these smells are hitting you, and you see, you know, tanners hawking leather goods. You see people hawking scrolls and potions at various stands around here uh, along with a bunch of food sellers people selling crops you know raw ingredients and stuff spices etc uh, and you see surrounding this as, as a card of market square behind them are more uh, like big box stores almost <laughs> you see necromart is behind <laughs> one of them yeah. you see the bank of joaquin as well is behind a few of these other ones uh, but yeah, a lot, of, a lot of shops and a lot of buildings here. Uh, what do you guys do? Oh, well, you must let me take you to one of my favorite magic shops in the area. My brother might be dying in a warehouse. What? <laughs> uh, it might be a good idea. I'm going to get you a map and maybe it'd be better if you weren't with me whenever I go in there, you know? Well, Minda, why don't we go to the magic shop and see if we can find any treasures? Uh, my dear friend runs it, and I, I do hope he's still in business. We'll let Polly go on his own, and you and I will. Okay, here, I give uh, Polly ten gold. Oh. Don't let them trick you. <laughs> don't worry. Be a smart boy, Polly. Be forceful. They're scared of you. Use that. It's important. <laughs> um, once you guys exit 30 feet of each other, you won't be able to communicate. Uh, I'm going to leave my steed with them, because if he's within a mile, I can telepathically communicate with uh, Strangest and Charm. <laughs> Sick. Can Strangest and Charm communicate with us? Like a modem? Uh, no, but he, he, two sets of eyes looking at you. <laughs> I say, I say Strangest Charm. <laughs> you, keep a, you keep a good eye on these guys, okay? <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Come on, Mindo. It, this will be good. We'll, we might find some good treasures for our adventure. Okay, I'll go along with... Uh, Jim Jim, but I'm eyeing the cow the whole time. <laughs> yes, I mean, I don't <laughs> I don't know if we need the cow, but we'll take this it. This cow is the most developed character of anybody. <laughs> At the moment. You see four side eyes meet your side eye. Oh, God. <laughs> I get backfired. <laughs> All right, uh, Polly, you're heading off to look for a cartographer. Yep. Leaf Jim, you're trying to find an old friend? Yeah, so an old... Uh... 
merchant here in the the market district sells some magical items. Are you looking for a, a gnome friend, perhaps, from your early days? Yeah, so they might have had some connection with the moon druids. Cool. Um, you go ahead and give me an intelligence check just to try and remember the layout of the city well enough. Yes, it's been a while. Um, ten. <laughs> it's been a while. Ten, it's been a while, but you start wandering the streets. It might take you a little longer to find uh, what you're looking hey, for Hey, how here. are we going to find Polly once we... This city's huge, you know. Uh, I hear him through my cow and I have the cow go murr. <laughs> Can you hear what the cow hears? Is that how it works? I think it's like telepathically communicate. <laughs> I think the cow will take us to him when he's ready for us. All right. Well, uh, Polly, you go off looking for a cartographer. You see a, a stand here with a bunch of scrolls and a bunch of uh, barrels around the stand. It says Cross Cartography. You see a goblin standing behind the stand. Oh, wow. Crowell's cartography. Hi. Hey. <laughs> uh, you got the you got the best maps in town, man? Yeah, you know, I do. The most accurate maps in town. You can trust Craw. <laughs> I swear if you get scammed. Oh, you're right here uh, in the middle of right by this produce cart and this other produce cart. You know, I got a great sense of direction. I just don't have a map right now. Onions and apples. Great mix. That's what I eat for lunch every day. <laughs> uh, I would like your 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 best map. Uh, map of what? I got maps of everything. Uh, uh, and I mean everything. Uh, <laughs> I like you. Uh, yeah, I like you too. <laughs> is he cute? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> He's like missing half an ear. Milky left eye. Fine. Three teeth. Well, I would just like a a, a visitor's map of Vavilex. <laughs> oh, yeah. You want uh, like a fold out, trifold map of the city. I want to never be able to fold it back correctly ever again. With all the best restaurants. I got a map of the stars and I got a map of the best spots in town to eat. What do you want? <laughs> want to buy a sundial? <laughs> uh, actually, uh, how, how, how much per map? Well, it depends on the map you're buying. If you just want a small map of the city that's just kind of a basic layout of the city with a couple of highlights, that's going to run you five gold. You want something a little more detailed, uh, that might, uh, you know, if we're talking about, what are you talking What do you need? Like street names? Yeah. All right. So you want the full city atlas. Uh, that's going to run you 15 gold. And uh, he pulls out like a small book that's leather bound. Oh, OK. I'll take it. Does it say... Rick Steves on it. Yeah, it says Rick Steves. It says Cross Steves. <laughs> yeah, okay, close enough. Uh, Cross Steves Atlas. I'm Cross Steves. Since I'm here, uh, do you have uh, like a like one of those one of those tour maps of like where all the mansions with all the the, the famous people are? <laughs> I do have one five gold for this one. Oh, I will take that too. I just love the stars. Map to the stars and uh, city atlas. Run it only gold total. Perfect. Polly is terrible at haggling. Perfect. Uh, uh, and I can trust you, right? <laughs> does this look like a face you can't trust? Uh, half of it does. Uh, <laughs> roll for if it's a face you can trust. <laughs> can I roll for if it's a face I can trust? You can roll insight on Craw. <laughs> okay, okay, good, good, good. That's a, uh, that's a, that's a bastard 20. Ooh. <laughs> 20, roll for Craw. Craw is very trustworthy underneath all of this veneer of ugliness. <laughs> Craw, you know, I just I I haven't been here in a while and you've just been such a delight. I'm gonna send everybody here. You know, I appreciate that. Most of the people go they go to Marty's maps and oddities and 
Uh, this is a bunch of corporate bullshit, you know. Yeah, it's it's so important to support small businesses. Craw walks the streets. Craw knows this place. Great. Uh, any great. <laughs> any 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 streetwalker map while I'm here? Uh, uh, that's the atlas, man. That's my atlas. You're looking at it. Oh, perfect. Size accurate, guaranteed. Long as you're a goblin. <laughs> she gets measured in goblin paces. Uh, <laughs> you know, uh, that's a. Uh, that's fine by me. Uh, uh, can we uh, do side by side real quick? I want to compare my paces to your paces so that I can <laughs> so that I can normalize. Oh, there's a conversion chart in the back. Oh, perfect. Cross, cross, good at math. Cross, you're cross. You are. You think of everything. See, this is why I support uh, small local artisans. Yeah, you know it's it's hard to survive out here. Gotta make a quality product. <laughs> he eats one of the gold pieces. <laughs> and it takes it that takes it down with an onion and an apple bite bites straight into the Yes. Uh I put one more gold piece. Let's round up. <laughs> Appreciate it. Alright. Well eats that one. <laughs> Alright. Well, bye craw. <laughs> bye. <laughs> uh we cut over to Mendo and Leaf Gem. You guys are wandering around for a while. Hmm. Uh you know, past a, a bunch of I could have sworn it was a left, but maybe it was a right after the butcher. I uh it's been a while. You see uh an old magic shop. Uh you see Zarkep's curios, uh a sign that's like largely worn away. The paint hasn't been refreshed probably since you were last here, Leaf Jim. Hmm. Uh, and it has its doors and windows boarded up. Oh, oh that, let's not pay any mind to that. He was always a very unemployed, reclusive sort of oh, okay. person. <laughs> uh, no, no. I mean, uh, I knock on the door. Wait a moment. Just give it a moment. No answer. Give it a moment. <clears throat> you want to break in? <laughs> let's break in. How hard it would it be to get in here? Uh, you want to check it out? You want to do a perimeter sweep? Yeah, let's do a perimeter sweep. Is just like the windows boarded or are the doors? Doors and the windows are both boarded up. All right. You head around back, Mendo. Hmm. And you see there is a back door here and like an unboarded up window. You also see there's a, a second and third floor with a window on the second floor that has seemingly has a light in it. Hmm. And looks like some. It's just Mendo on that side or is Leaf Jim there too? Leaf Jim, you can go with him, yeah. I'll talk to you through brains no matter what. It's like, looks like somebody's here. You can't use brain talk. Polly's too far away. Damn, it's through Polly. Sorry. It's fair. I'm walking very slowly. Zarkep! I yell out at the window. It's me, Leaf Jim! <laughs> you see the window slides open, the one with the light in it, and you see a hat poke out uh, first before a head. Uh, it's a <laughs> oh, I love it. black cap with a gold ring around it. These are the hats worn by members of the Astral Hall. Hmm. You know, Zarkep to be a wizard of the Astral Hall, one of the uh, scribes uh, uh, sort of wizards. He's an abjuration wizard with specialization in scroll magic. And uh, he sticks his head out the window and you see a an old gnomish face with a long white beard that extends down to the second floor. <laughs> uh, oh. Leaf Gem, is that you? Oh, yes, it's me, Zarkep. Sorry I've been such a long time, but, uh... You never check in, you never call, you never send a letter. You never call. <laughs> oh, God. Well, you know, I, I don't write very well these days. This thing's to do, but I, I do apologize. Are you open, Zarkep? No, I'm not open. I'm not selling magic items anymore. What? What a shame. I mean, here you are paying the premium 
rent on this place and yeah you're telling me i actually got rent control so it's pretty okay <laughs> oh that's very nice good for you zarkep you you mean to tell me you have no items that your good old friend leaf Jim could look at not only if Jim, i don't sell magic items anymore but what do you do then zarkep he um taps a wand against the windowsill twice and you hear a click from the door hmm. he goes just come on in all right well you have some corium tea for us. I've got coffee. <laughs> Take some of that. Just remember, we're on a bit of a time crunch, Jem Jem. Sarkap, even though he's a recluse, he knows a lot of what's going on in the city. So let's let's chat with him. Are you sure? Because it looks like he hasn't been in the city. Well, I mean, it has been 200 years since I've been here, but I'm pretty sure. Just looks like he hasn't been in the city in maybe 200 years, so. We're coming up, Car Zarka. Oh, just give me a minute to clean. Uh, you guys have start heading All up. All right. Yes. <laughs> we hear that, what was it, uh, Fantasia, the... <laughs> the <laughs> yeah, just brooms and dustpans start coming to life and shit. <laughs> oh, yes. Uh. <laughs> you guys head upstairs, uh, and you see uh, Zarkep is just closing a door as you guys uh, enter oh. into his living space on the third floor. Uh, Zarkep, my good friend. Oh. I have so much to catch you up on. It has been a while. Not, but not that much. This place is immediately, you see it to be a mess. Just stacks of papers, floor to ceiling. Like every surface is covered. There's no free surfaces. Hmm. You see, he just takes a pot of stale coffee and pours three mugs, hands you guys two of them with mage hand. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> He goes, uh, what brings you to the wonderful city of Babylax? Well, my good friend, many different reasons. <laughs> uh, I myself am looking for my daughter. My good friend here, Mindo Hatrest, is uh, looking for his brother. And we have another friend looking for his father. Really just family matters and, you know. And then a whole town. <laughs> mm, seems like the facts of life. Yes. I mean, you take the good, you take the bad. You take them both. And there you and have. They, and then you and got, there you have. Got the facts of life. <laughs> Moving along. Uh, anyway. Yeah, I don't want to keep you guys too long. And obviously I have to get back to my research. Um, oh, what are you researching these days, Arkep? I'm researching everything. <laughs> everything. Well, that seems like a lot to do at once. The ground and the stars alike. Uh, they're aligning in interesting ways. Well, the moon and the sun are very different, but they're all the same at the end of the day. We've we've discussed this, Arkep. Uh, what? What? <laughs> hmm? Listen, you druids are not, uh, I know, intelligent people, but well. uh, I, I've actually got uh, quite a bit of reading to do. I know you're like going to talk to a tree or something and you think that that means you know as much magic as me, but it's actually a, like a lifetime of mm -hmm. study. So it's actually really important. Yes. Well, I, I'm now remembering why I haven't called or <laughs> written to you, Zarkep. <laughs> I don't understand what you mean by that. Well, Your friend's a real piece of work here, Jim Jim. Excuse me. Who are you? And what do you do? This is huh? Mindo Hatrest. Hi. He's a halfling. I'm gonna look around your place. Uh, I, I'm not quite sure what he is exactly. Halfling's fine. But he he's in the he's in the way of magic as well, and we were hoping you would have some items for us to purchase. Mm-hmm. He squints at you, Mendo, and he starts whispering and, and writing. A bunch of stuff down on a loose piece of paper. He like flips a very full piece of paper. Knowledge Arcana. Uh, Knowledge Arcana. Twelve. <laughs> What's he doing? He's uh, he's casting detect thoughts on you. Oh, get the fuck out! Oh, no. <laughs> nope. Okay. Bye. <laughs> Roll a wisdom saving throw. Jim, Jim. Oh, we're either leaving now or I'm gonna kill your friend. What? Just heads up. Don't kill anyone, Mendo. 
Oh, God, no. That's real bad. A four? <laughs> Jim, Jim, we're leaving now or I'm nuking your friend. I'm just saying. It's nothing personal. <laughs> I wouldn't fuck with me, son. I wouldn't. I indeed would not mess with Zarka. Yeah, well, you're currently stepping on your own beard. I am, and I intended to, because I'm the smartest person in this fucking city, you piece of shit. Fuck with me. And he stands up on the table. His uh, <laughs> robes start fluttering behind him, mm. and he pulls out a staff. Uh, from his robes, it seems like they contain more storage space than uh, they appear. <laughs> uh, and he's cast thaumaturgy. It makes his voice booming and loud, Gandalf style. And he says, I am a high wizard of the Astral Hall, visitor to the end times, sir, savior sir. of Babylon. And sir. of course, we've been through this. Sir, you you didn't put on anything underneath your robe and we're going to be leaving. Covers up immediately. <laughs> goes, That's okay. I knew that my beard was covering my dick and balls. I it's, He has a very long beard. I didn't see anything myself, Zarkap, nor did I want to, but please stop trying to read my friend's mind and uh, can you tell us what's going on in the city, Zarkap? Everything's going on in this city, man. Jem Jem, let's leave. Is his beard anywhere close to me? Uh, his beard is everywhere in this room. <laughs> I'm just going to like light whatever's close to me on fire, like incognito, just to like it, distract it, it him. It like, reacts on its own and like, <laughs> runs away. Oh, no. We should go. We should go. We should go. Uh, how far off am I? You're approaching. You're like walking right now. Uh, you guys hear a knock on the door. <laughs> hey, guys. Oh. Hi. Who's that? Who's that? He's just pointing his staff uh, accusatorily. Oh, no, no, no. That. That sounds like my good boy, Polly, and he is a very good boy. Uh, he is an irradiant. He's one of them. He's on the inside. Y'all are in with them. Oh, I wouldn't say that. Uh, is the door unlocked? Can I just walk in? It's just beads. Okay, I walk in. Hi. Oh, hi. Polly doesn't know very much. He He's a he's a good boy, but he's not- Jem, Jem, stop talking. We should go now. He's got a charged up lightning bolt. Hi. No, no, no. Polly, pick up Jem, Jem, and let's leave. No, I want to meet your friend. Hi. Uh, this is why I keep setting people on fire. I knew you'd come for me. I knew you'd come for me. Look, if I know anything about Polly, it's that he doesn't know very much, and- I know that uh, whenever you, when you start asking questions about things, they send you out to the desert. <laughs> Mendo just looks at everyone and then just leaves. Uh, yeah, they don't like questions too much, do they, man? I've been asking a few questions of my own, and he snaps, and you see his mage hand opens the door that he shut when you guys entered, and it's covered in red string pointing <laughs> from document to document and illustration to illustration on this wall. Oh, no. Pepe Silvia. <laughs> yeah, I've been asking a few questions. Mendo comes back in. Polly, did you get a map? Can I get the map? I need a... My brother's probably dying. I, I hand him the celebrity map. I hand him the one that's... <laughs> no, Polly, a map. Why is this guy on this map? Takes a huge rip out of a bomb. <laughs> Let's go. I like this guy. Ah, God. Blue substance in the, in the bowl. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, speaking of, do you know what this purple substance is outside of the city walls? Oh, you? Did you breathe that shit in? Well, maybe a little bit. Is this the only map you got? <laughs> but the purple stuff, what is it? Around the time they kicked me out of the university, they started going to overdrive in magic item production so they could sell these mass-produced magic items, man. Any po mm -hmm. You drink these mass-produced magic potions, mm -hmm. they're gonna take over your freaking brain. Oh. Oh. Mendo leaves. Is is Zarkep's cute? 
Uh, Derek Kemp is not cute. He's got Dang it. like Howard Hughes fingernails and shit. <laughs> Dang, there's milk bottles of piss everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Let him roll for cuteness for once. Like just, you know, maybe, hey, he's someone's jam. Yeah, you can roll to look under, roll for cuteness underneath the fingernail. Tissue box shoes. Uh, he got an 18 for cuteness. Ooh. Underneath all the crust and grime, there's a... Oh, God. He is like Leonardo DiCaprio in the one scene where Howard Hughes is gross, but he's still Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> he is. He is still Leonardo DiCaprio. Listen, uh, now is not a really good time. I'm actually in the middle of uh, a, a little bit of divination myself. Why don't you guys come back later, okay? Okay. Well, we may or may not do that, uh, but... All right. It was nice to catch up with you, old friend. I, I do hope you won't let... This all get to you too much. Uh, just so you know, my name is Polonius Radswell. If you ever need any help, uh... He grabs you by the hair and plucks a hair out. Now I'll be able to contact you anytime I want. Perfect. Yes. All right. Uh, you still have my hair. Don't use our tech. <laughs> uh, he pulls out a jar full of it. Got it. <laughs> oh, oh, no. Well, uh, just so you know, I, High Harvest has burned down and uh, I, I won't be there for some time. So... Yes, you know the best way to reach me then. He uh, dives for some more documents as you say that, and he disappears into a pile of papers. Well, we'll leave you to it then. All right, let's go, boys. All right. Mendo's already gone. Long gone. All right, Mendo, are you already heading, like, you're walking down the alleyway? He doesn't know where to go. I didn't give him a real map. That's <laughs> fine. I'm basking people. Uh, yeah, you stop some human on the street. Uh, can I see him? Can I be like, okay, now we're, now we're going. I got the map, dude. <laughs> yeah, you can mind communicate. I say, hey, Mendo, I got the, I got a map. Are you sure you're not going to rip bong on second bong hit and find out why dragons are scaly instead of slimy? I mean, I'm just trying to get some information. Uh, maybe we should have- Boys, 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 why are we fighting with ourselves? <laughs> Come on. We are here together and Mendo, we will find your brother and Polly- we will try to our best to find your your father, and you know if we have time, we'll find my daughter. But I pull out as uh, a cross cross map, the cross atlas, cross atlas. Uh, so I met a, I made a new friend today. So did you, uh, uh, Kra. He really has the inside <laughs> scoop on everything. Uh, we're looking for what are we looking for, Mendow? Uh, this address. I show him the paper. Okay. Uh, Twenty six something or another. Crumb Alley. From Mally. I look I look in the glossary, it's very well laid out. Yeah, it's perfect. It's an excellent atlas. You guys begin heading towards 26 Crumb Alley. You head east and get towards the uh gutter side of the city. Uh the buildings get taller and with uh, less and less space in between them as you get closer and closer towards the eastern side of the city. It seems like uh additions to these buildings are now getting more and more makeshift, like people are building on top of existing structures just to uh, make more room in this densely populated area. And as you guys head, you see there's like gutters in the streets that are full of this like green gray slime. You see a, a ferret like creature with six arms is snaking down a gutter, cleaning it. Ugh, I hate it. Puffing up and all of the dirt just sprays God. Uh, around the streets. God damn it, Andre. You have a two headed cow mount. Yeah, we're riding on a two-headed cow, and I'm looking at this six-armed fair like, that's a, a, an abomination of nature right there. <laughs> you see the streets become less and less populated. Uh, it's, it's daytime now, and still 
you know, just shady eyes looking, uh, giving you side eyes from alleyways as you guys ride atop this uh, <laughs> this weird steed into the... We belong here. <laughs> uh, a bunch of destitute folks, skinny halflings and humans out in the streets wearing rags, halfling kids that look real hungry uh, uh, with bags under their eyes. I give them caramel candies. <laughs> give me fucking money. I want fucking candy. Give me fucking money. Oh, well, I, I give them a couple silvers. I don't have very much money. You do so. Uh, you see on a street corner, someone in black robes running like a, a street soup stand where a bunch of people are lined up. And you see uh, draped over the stand is the symbol of Osmodius, the Lord of the Nine Hells. Oh. It's a human man with slicked back black hair and he's dishing up soup. Uh, can I divine sense right now? I want to see if I can smell any kind of... Doesn't seem like any inherent evil creatures are within 100 feet of you. Cool. But yeah, you guys see the cross street to Crumb Alley. You take a left, walk down Crumb Alley, and you see this right. old wooden house standing alone with empty lots beside it and behind it. Mm. Mm. 26 in iron on the door. Mendo, do you think this is the place? It's what I have the paper. Well. Does it look habited? Does it, can I see if it looks like... It looks run down. Does anything here look inhabited? I mean... Polly, maybe you want to stay outside for now. Um, at best, things here look infested. Uh, maybe Mendo and I should go inside. Yeah, is there any, any place that I can kind of duck that'll be within, like... No, Polly, stick with us. I don't trust this place. Uh, yeah, I think I'm going to stick with y'all. I think that that's... All right. Strangers and charms, stand guard. Yes. Good call. <laughs> cow, you stay out here. I'm going to stare. I'm going to look the cows straight in the eyes. Say, <laughs> if anybody comes, vomit profusely. They start vomiting profusely. Not <laughs> yet. Not only if. <laughs> I tell them, I say, go, good strangers and charm. <laughs> I can feel them vomiting in my brain. I'm like, ooh. Yeah. Telepathic vomit. All right, let's go inside, shall we? Let's get... Hold on, I want to run a perimeter. I want to see... I agree. I think we should run. I want to get more info before we... I don't trust this place. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you see these... Uh, there's a few windows with bars on them. On the first floor, there's two stories seemingly to this building. And uh, yeah, you guys run around the side. There's another window on the... Are you guys going left or right? Uh, like, uh, I guess, counterclockwise around. Yeah. Okay, counterclockwise. My father always said go left. Right. So you guys go left. Clockwise. Clockwise. That works too. You see, there's one window on the side of the building, also barred. Uh, these things are covered in dust, uh, seemingly dust that's caked on the inside uh, with the curtains drawn shut. Does any of us have any kind of like sense something inside? <laughs> well, I can detect magic. Yeah, I can also detect crap. Yeah, cast detect crap. Do I detect crap? Leaftim, are you casting detect magic? Uh, or Polly, are you casting uh, divine sense? Uh, yes, I'm going to detect. Uh, can you tell me the range on detect magic? 120 feet. Right, you shoot it towards the house? Yes. Um, you do detect magic inside the house. You also detect the nature of the magic to be summoning magic. Hmm. Uh, can I divine sense it? I'm sniffing. Put my nose right in that window and sniffing. Something very evil hmm. in the back room of this place. Uh... I smelled something evil. Is, is it, is it me? Uh, no. <laughs> I know where you, I know, I'm desensitized that you're evil by this point. Okay, I'm just checking. Well, 
So any spell of a third level or lower, the target ends if I cast my spell. That That's dispel magic, not detect magic. Ooh, you're not wrong. <laughs> Just cast dispel magic randomly into a house. Take somebody off a of magic life support. Okay, it's 30 feet. 30 feet. Um, still counts. Yeah, you cast it in the house. You still detect it in the same spot. It's close to you guys. Hmm. Okay. You guys head around and you see the back porch uh, with a back door. Similarly barred and obfuscated windows. Well, you should always go in through the back, right? I mean, sure, I, I guess. Mendo takes a good slow, just like, turn to look at him. <laughs> it's where you detect the evil, right? Uh, do it is, Can I get direction on it? Do I know it's in the back? Yep, it's in the back. Right. Uh, the evil's in the back. Do you want to start with the evil and work our way forward? Or, you know... You know what? I always say, take evil head on. Great. Let's kick in the back door. Let's carefully, quietly open the back door. We can do that, too. Whichever we can do better. Uh, you got sneaking or kicking? Oh, yes. I, I will cast Pass Without Trace on us. Oh, thank God. You uh, cake some mud around everyone's shoes. Oh, city mud. Gross. Enchanted. Ooh, we're taking a predator offense. Yes, we smell like the gutters now. Ugh. Yeah, and you cake it on this gray mud and enchant it, and you guys are no longer traceable. You have plus 10 to stealth checks. Cool. So, uh, yeah, if you're approaching sneakily, everyone roll stealth checks Polly with disadvantage because of his armor. 21. 17. 17. 18, 18, 18. Cool. These are not good rolls. <laughs> Who's, uh, what's the marching order here? First, second, third. I'll go... Well, I mean, maybe Mendo should go first since it's, it's family, but I'll go first. I don't care. I I nudge Polly first. <laughs> okay. Oh, all right. Go last then. You were sprinting the whole way here, and now that we're here. You're like, we have to go check on my brother. Oh, wait, I'll go in last. <laughs> we need to get here, but I'm not going in first. I'm not going to take the trap to the face. Okay, well, I'm, I, I'm opening. I'm going on in. Uh, do we need to, like, unlock the door or is it open? Do you have one of your familiars, Mendo, or do you want to roll? Maybe it's maybe it will be a pixie. We can say that uh, you you summoned a new one if you like. Yeah, I'll su- I'll just summon Ivan. But no, yeah, Ivan, make it easy. He's my boy right now. Ready to roll. Oh, hello, Ivan. All right, uh, Polly, you try the door. It's unlocked. I say it in my brain, guys. It's unlocked. Oh, it's unlocked, guys. Sorry, whispering. The door was unlocked. I tell Mendo. I pass it on back to Mendo. <laughs> hold, on, hold on, hold on, Ivan. Ivan, turn into a raven. Fly in. What? Did he do that? He's a shape changer. Whoa! <laughs> he can be a rat, raven, or a spider. I'll turn into a raven. I'll fly in. He can go 60 feet flying. You crack the door open and uh, Raven Ivan flies in. He's got devil's sight and we do have... He can also just be invisible. I should have just done... It's fine. It's fine. I'm an invisible <laughs> raven. <laughs> <laughs> turn into a raven. Now turn invisible. That's somehow even more badass. He flies in. Uh, raven style. Uh, that's so Raven. <laughs> that's absolutely so Raven. <laughs> he flies into the door. You don't see him anymore. Uh, we do have mental connection, yeah? You you can look through his eyes uh, if you, like, yeah. your eyes roll to the back of your head. You lose your own senses. You become blind and deaf to your own senses. <gasps> and you look through Ivan's eyes and you see he's just facing a wall. There's nothing in there. Keep moving. You don't hear anything and he stands still. Meanwhile, Leaf Jim is just asking Mendo, like, what do you see? And he's ignoring her. Like, oh, all right. Fine, don't tell me. 
I'm gonna I'm gonna bless everybody. I'm gonna give everybody a good bless with with this this city mud. You throw some mud on everyone. <laughs> okay, so he's not moving anymore. Probably a bad sign. What? Yeah. Is he screaming like he's going back to hell or? No, 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 not yet. Just stuck. All right. Well, maybe we should go in and see what's happening. Let's go. Yeah, guys, let's go in. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You guys head inside. Yes. You see there's a hearth, a blaze, and a chair facing away from the back door. You see the crow, uh, now visible, uh, facing a wall, and you hear, I'm sorry, man. Came from higher up. What? And you see someone stand from the couch, halfling-sized. Oh, no. Turns around, flourishing some garment out, like holding a t-shirt in his hands, and you hear a familiar voice. I told you guys I'd have these t-shirts ready for you the next time I saw you. God damn it. Oh, wait, is that? Cookie. Cookie? Holding an (laughs) iHeartCommerce t-shirt. Do you have one in extra large? Eldritch Blast, just shoot him. I'm just firing. Whoa, whoa, let's chill out here a second, gang. Wait, it's Cookie. You wouldn't want to do anything too drastic there, Mendo. You see in the flames, Oswaldo. Great, his voice has gotten even more folksy. Mendo, listen. In the flames. And you see the flames extend out from the hearth and surround you guys in a circle. What? Are now licking up six feet tall all around you. And you see in the flames behind him is the image of Oswaldo, just standing perfectly still, staring ahead. Now, Cookie, we saw your dead body in the desert. Is this really you? <laughs> it's really me, and that's the cookie guarantee. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I don't trust that. Guys. I believe him. <laughs> yeah. Wait, can I roll to see if I believe him? Yeah, you can roll insight. Okay. I did it, too. Uh, oh, it's a natural one. Yes, I got a five. I definitely believe him. So it's a five for me. You can't tell. Oh. It's just Cookie. Hmm. It looks like Cookie. It sounds like him. It's me, Cookie. Cookie Shoehorn. If it walks like a cookie. Well, that's, that is his last name. Well, Mendo, <laughs> I'm glad you stuck with the party all the way through. Ah, I suppose they've served you well. And they've served our God well, too, haven't they? I mean, maybe. Still a little fuzzy on it over well. <laughs> Allow me to clarify. <laughs> and you see he bends over unnaturally quickly and... We shouldn't be stopping. We should be attacking. Guys. I'm watching. Wings burst out of his back, these red leathery wings, as his bones crack, break, and reform, his arms stretching out unnaturally longer and longer Mm. until he rises into a nearly seven-foot-tall frame with his skin dark red and his uh, long gray beard recedes into a perfectly kept goatee (sighs) around a... Wry smile. An evil goatee. Well, this explains why he loves commerce. It's wonderful to finally talk face to face, my young warlock Mendo Hatrest. It's an evil peanut farmer. (laughs) Wait, can the rest of us hear this? Yeah. 
Your southern accent got a little bit different. Oh, did it now? Yes, I don't know what to believe anymore. <laughs> I suppose the voice in your head, Mendo, has been a bit unpleasant, but it was going through a few filters of uh, demonic nature. Sure, distortion it happens a lot. With It happens a lot. Wait, this demon thing is real then? Yeah, I'm real, baby. Don't call me baby. I'm as real as real can be. Yeah, it seems, I mean, just rude. My name is Sally Lifjim Grinzaya. Do not call me baby. Even for evil. Oh, perhaps I should introduce myself. My name is Mephistopheles. <laughs> hmm. And I'm the one that's given your friend here all his power. Uh, is Mephistopheles cute? Oh my god. Mephistopheles is hot as fuck, dude. <laughs> Okay. I am like, I... I He's shirtless, completely <laughs> strong pecs. I'm petrified, but like not in a magic way, in a physical way. Oh, god damn it. How did I get wrapped up with these jerks? <laughs> strong evil radiates off of this arch devil before you. This thing is emanating menace and power, and you guys are all instantly sweating. The heat has... I thought I was done with my hot flashing, but I guess not. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> He um, walks over to a side table and grabs a couple of glasses and pours from a decanter a dark liquor neat into two crystal glasses, hmm. glides along the ground towards you and hands a glass down to you, Mendo. Shoot it. Drop it. What? <laughs> I wouldn't be so rude after all I've been so kind to you. <sighs> it's ah. not a rude thing. It's just cut to the chase, okay? These always take so... <sighs> I like to... Take these things slow, you know? After all, we're going to be together for a long time, Mendo. Right. This is really making me want to break my oath. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, uh, I, I sense a little bit of uh, curiosity on your part, young Polonius. Perhaps you want to make a deal as well. Well, I'll think about it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I can grant anyone great power. I can even grant you the power to take down the false church that's uh, taken over for your god. Hmm. This is sounding more compelling than I thought it probably, like, if I, than it should. It should sound compelling. I'm not a bad guy. What have I ever done to you? Ah, fair point. Polly. I've given you power. I've helped your friends. I've helped you move safely through the darkness. Polly, don't listen to this bad man. What makes you think I'm so bad, young lady? Well, <laughs> because you think I'm young. Well, I'm quite a bit older than you, so by my eyes, you're looking very young. Hmm. Well, I've lived life and I've, I've seen sweet talkers like you and oh, on, you man. promise everything and you give nothing if it doesn't mean anything to you. I give plenty. Please have a caramel. <laughs> have a caramel. Oh, I assure you. Hmm. No, I think you're a very rude boy. What makes me? What's I'm a gentleman, ma'am. Yes, you may talk like a gentleman, but I think you you expect a little bit extra than you give. And that's not very fair. Oh, really? Because I gave Mendo so much, and I've asked very, very little in return. He is a naive boy, and you've taken advantage of him. What makes you so sure of that, huh? Because I know my boy, oh, yeah? and I know he's a good boy deep down inside, even though he has oh, yes. this demon, you inside. Your great wisdom with 419 years on this earth. I've been here for thousands of years. Hmm. Did you start with the southern accent or pick it up, up along the way? <laughs> I'll admit it's a bit of an affectation. 
I just well. I figured over thousands of years, you probably it doesn't matter. I talk the way I like, and I think everyone should be able to do whatever they like. That's what I'm all about. Oh. I agree to that in a certain extent, right. Mr. Mephistopheles. Mr. Mephistopheles. Sorry. Sorry. Well, Leaf Jim, I mean, your own god, Selene. I mean, I'm sure you worship all the nature spirits, but Selene seems to have your heart. She does? Well, why do you think she didn't join the High Pantheon? And she didn't fight against us in the last war. Well, because some fights are not worth fighting and it, it becomes a thing of rank and power. And sometimes it's just you got to do your own thing. I couldn't agree more. Hmm. You're making a lot of very good. That's because she chose to be neutral because she knew that the gods that held themselves at the high pantheon, the so-called lawful good deities, were nothing of the sort. Look at all the people over here in this gutter side. Do they look well off to you? Does this look like a city protected by lawful good? It it doesn't. And what about the citizens of High Harvest, Tarly and Clayborough, dragged from their homes, their homes burned in front of them? Who protected them? The lawful good gods? Or did they run and hide back to their home planes once they couldn't rule over you anymore? Well, that was the the evil elemental gods who wanted more power and uh, I, I, I can't control them. Oh, I don't disagree. I am not on board with these elementals, but you have to ask yourself, who protects the powerless? Who can you make a deal with to gain the power to protect yourself as an individual? Well, sometimes you have to. To protect yourself and those you love. I agree. Against those who want more power. What do you want from us? What do I want from you? Mephifafafafafafafafafafafafafafafafafafafafafafafafafafafafafafafafafafafafafafafafafafafafafafafafafafafafafafafafafafafafafafafafafafafafafafafafafafafafafafafafafafafafafafafafafafafafafafafafaf
Then why are you messing with my family? Well, why don't you just find someone else and leave my poor Mendo alone? Oh, because Mendo, Mendo's on a path. A path that neither he nor I knows where it ends. Right now I'm weak. I can only manifest here in this form for so long, but know this. If you serve me well, you will get back everything. And when I retain my place in the Nine Hells, your mind will no longer be fractured. It will be whole again. You will not need to drink away these voices. I will stop them. Why are you messing with the fam- my family then? I haven't done anything to- That's just the thing. I need a, a few guarantees and unfortunately, sometimes we have to do some unsavory things to get those guarantees. So I'd be happy to release Oswaldo. I would be more than happy to. No harm will come to him and I will not make a deal with him. I promise you this. And my word is good. All I need you to do is get a bit of information, you see. After all, my eyes are yours. Your eyes flash red with the devil's sight. Mm. I need you to check out the uh, goings-on in this city. Apparently a new sovereign is going to be named one Virgil Clearview, the false leader of your church, Polonius. Huh? Oh, hi. <laughs> Polonius, you know in your heart of hearts that Virgil Clearview does not worship the same god as you. In fact, Virgil doesn't worship any god at all. I don't think he's thinking with his heart. <laughs> I need you to find out what his aims and goals are. Part of that is allowing people to worship freely in this city, something Virgil Clearview is preventing right now. I mean, you're going to go see him anyway, right? Try and get your friends into this city? Yeah. Well, uh, uh, and so what if you learn the secrets of Mr. Clearview? <laughs> Clearview. Clearview. Yeah. Uh, what? Clearview. 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 Sam. So what if you know of his secrets and you want people to worship freely? I wouldn't ask anything of you without proper exchange. I'll tell you what I know about Virgil Clearview. Tell us. I know he showed up in this town about a dozen or so years ago. I know he approached the high wizards who were governing this city with an offer, an offer of great power. And that he has apparently made good on that promise, since they are allowing him sovereignty over their land. Now all I need to know is the source of that power. And then Oswaldo's free to go. You find out where Virgil Clearview is getting his power, and you get that information to me, just by Mendo learning it, nothing too special. And Oswaldo will be released. I don't want to hang on to him, I just need guarantees. I need assurances. And I apologize if this makes things sour between us. He's having a grand old time, I assure you. Oswaldo? Yeah, he's having a great time. He's hanging out in hell. What's he currently doing? <laughs> I don't think I want to know. Uh, he uh, pulls back the curtain of flame and you see like a direct window into hell. It looks like the red room from Twin Peaks. Right. The zebra pattern on the ground and the red curtains that hang down with like random faceless statues around. Mm -hmm. And he's uh, playing ping pong with an imp. Aww. Hmm. I like it. He also has foosball. He has air hockey. Uh, Mr. Mep Mephistopheles, I have a question as well. Uh, just out of curiosity, uh, have you ever actually like encountered the radiance proper i i know that there's a lot of confusion about the actual nature of it i just uh if i'm thinking about things that maybe i might want do you have anything any information there young man i know nothing of your god except that it is very powerful and very raw a newborn god 
in this world. Ah. Well, Polly is a very good boy, and he is very good at what he does. He is. He's a very good boy. You all are very good. I don't know why you're so opposed to me when I'm so supportive of you. I agree with that sentiment. Thank you, Polly. Hmm. Not a- I do appreciate it. Really? I just don't appreciate holding young people hostage. Hostage? Who's hostage? I'm not threatening his life at all. I just don't see why you, who claims to be such a smart man, can't figure this out on your own, Mr. Mephafasasas. <laughs> no, because I'm feeling very weak lately. I've had my power stripped of me and I want it back. Well. Because some things are just not fair in this world. And I want to make them fair again. Well, that, I agree with you there. Well, then let's work together. Just this once. And then we'll go from there. He fades down, he steps into the flames and melts away this extra flesh until he is the form of a halfling again, and he says, That's the cookie guarantee! How much for those t-shirts, Cookie? <laughs> They're on the house! He tosses you a bunch. Oh! <laughs> it's just the tavern that says, I love commerce. Yeah. Come on, let's have a drink, let's celebrate! Uh, all the flames die down, it's just the hearth again. Hmm. I think we might have more work to do than we originally set out to do, Cookie. Well, I'll be around here if you ever need anything. You just holler. What happened to your body, though? Me? (laughs) I'm a vessel for the High Lord. Mephistopheles speaks through me, for I have given myself to him in totality. You know, I can see why you would do that. (laughs) Just seeing him in person, I get it. He's a good guy. He's done right by me. I feel great all the time. Mm-hmm. Have you ever met anyone happier, happier than old Cookie? Uh, I, I've met a few happy people in my life, but Cookie, do you know where this young boy is? Mr. Oswaldo. <laughs> He's in hell. <laughs> That's what I was afraid of. It ain't that bad. It looks like we're going to have to find out some information for Mr. Mustafa Laz uh, before we can get your brother, Mendo. I'm just waiting. Every time you mispronounce Mephistopheles, I just hear Aculon in the background going, Aculon! (laughs) 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 Oh, looks like I gotta get out of here, folks. Y'all have a pleasant day. He crosses his arms and trust falls into the hearth and burns away. You have a good one, too. And I, like, regret saying it. I'm like, oh, dang my niceties. You hear suddenly bang, bang, bang on the door. And it's kicked down. Oh, no, it's the (laughs) (laughs) B-52s. You see men in gold armor, their faces covered in visors, storm into the building and surround you. This isn't what it looks like. This is exactly what it looks like. Where's my cow? (laughs) You hear moo. Just vomiting. You hear projectile Uh, vomiting from outside. (laughs) (laughs) I I can see through the door just a vomiting cow. (laughs) Uh, They quickly enter. And that's where we'll end our session. Can I offer you some caramel candies? Oh, well, never was there ever a demon lord so clever as magical Mr. Mephistopheles. Presto. (laughs) (laughs) We'll see you guys next week. 
Uh, you can follow at DingDangPod on all social media. You can also send us an email to DingDangPod at gmail.com. And please give us an iTunes review. It's the thing that matters most of all. Yeah, why not? Give us five stars or at least three. <laughs> Your review can just say five stars as well. And hey, if way. you leave a written review, we're going to shout you guys out after these episodes. Yeah. So leave a written review. Yeah. And, and leave a name in the review if you don't want us to use your username. Oh, yeah, do that. Do that. Anyway, if you're a good boy or a good girl, put your full name and a good review and And your social security number and your place of residence. (laughs) Yes. Also, give us your bank account routing number. (laughs) That's all we need. And your mother's maiden name. We don't ask for a lot here at Ding Ding Pod. So just give us what we want, you pieces of shit. (laughs) I would love your soul, and then I'm going to turn into a sexy demon daddy. Ooh. All right, use the hashtag sexy demon daddy. (laughs) How how quickly did Polly 180 on his holiness as soon as a sexy demon showed up? Like, come on. Uh, I think before I expected it, certainly. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, I might consider this. Uh, Yeah, he's going to go for you hard now. (laughs) I'm already writing the fan fiction for this, so... Let me tell you, Andre, he can come for me hard. Uh, This this adventure literally started with him being mad at me for being evil and ended with him being hot for a fucking evil teacher over here. (laughs) That's me being... That's that's being a (laughs) 20-year-old. All right, see you guys next week. Bye. (laughs) Bye. Bye.